Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek for Thursday, May 13th. I am Caroline Gonzalez, and on today's show to break down the Saints 2021 schedule, we are welcoming on Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network. Cynthia, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. I always love coming on with you. So excited. Well, Cynthia, there are five primetime games for the Saints, including Thanksgiving Day. We have Green Bay Packers as the regular season opening game. So much to get into. But first things first, yesterday was the Super Bowl for NFL social teams, digital teams with the schedule release videos. How many did you watch and do you have a favorite so far? Ooh, that's a good one. I mean, I'm not going to lie. (laughs) You guys did a good job. I mean, the Chargers are had did a pretty good job too with their PowerPoint situation. So lots of fun. I mean, you got to watch all of them because like, I feel like there should be like, there should be a competition. We should have to vote somewhere there. We should really blow this thing out like that. That's a really good idea. Yeah, we should. I think this is the genesis of that idea. We are marking copywriting it right now. Please give us our money and our credit. I really liked, uh, of course, New Orleans with Cam Jordan. And then I'm from Dallas. So I liked the the Post Malone. I did go to high school with Post Malone. So I thought that was pretty cool. And it was the most Dallas thing I think I've ever seen. So very Dallas, very uh, Dallas. Both videos. Great. All right, Cynthia. So let's dive into the Saints schedule. Uh, You came out with an article with your NFC total win projections. You had Tampa Bay winning the NFC South expected since they are returning all of their starters winning the Super Bowl last year. But you had the Saints just winning eight games. So really, Cynthia, what went into that decision? Well, first and foremost, when you're doing win totals in May, you have to remember everything's going to kind of aggregate around the center. So eight and a half would be the center. And I understand you can't win fractional games, but again, that's not how win totals work, right? Like you have to remember that there's lots of simulations and things that could happen. So it's what's probable. So it's most probable that the Saints end up as second in the division, the schedule is not super favorable for them in terms of compared to the Bucks, who have a ridiculous like their schedule was like very favorable. For just them, hand right? them so. the ring. Just at, like what are we doing here, guys? Just <laughs> it's hard to win again. It's hard to win back to back. But the schedule was a nice little prop for them. Uh, nice little, nice little lift right up there. So, but but again, you know, there's some there's some things to be happy about here too. I mean. So yeah, okay, you have to go to Seattle. That's pretty far. You know, you have two back-to-backs against Tennessee and then the Eagles, but those aren't really far trips. So, you know, it's not it, it's not a terrible schedule for the Saints, but it's pretty difficult when you're trying to figure out the quarterback position, the most yeah. valuable position in any sport. So just makes things a little bit more, more challenging for sure. Yeah. A little bit more challenging. Absolutely. And we're going to bop around this schedule here, but when you look at that, you mentioned the Seattle game, when you look at that right after the bye week the saints play at Seattle. And then that's a short week for the saints coming back and playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the first time. Granted it is at home, but what do you think about, you know, the challenges of, of that being a short week for the saints? facing the Bucs for the first time. Well, the good news is that they're familiar with the Bucs, but every time you have like a major quarterback style change back to back, it's difficult, especially when you don't often play like the Saints don't play the Seahawks every year necessarily. So or at least not in the regular season. So it's good because, you know, Tom's a, a pocket passer. So you and you, you're very familiar with him now that he's in the division. But, you know, if you look to see at those stylistic changes can be very hard back to back. I mean, the poor Cincinnati Bengals have to go like Patrick Mahomes one week and then Lamar Jackson the next. I can't remember which order, but so that's, that's like the epitome of 
doing it the tough way, right? Like two totally different styles, but still really great quarterbacks. The good news for the Saints is you get the guy you don't know as well, meaning Russell Wilson, you just don't see him as much. Um, you get him first and then, you know, get right. the guy, you know, a lot better second. So that that's always, that's always beneficial. And you're coming off of a bye week. So hopefully you have a little bit of, of rested legs. So Cynthia, let's go back to kind of the first chunk of the season before the bye week for the Saints. You talked about the quarterback situation kind of being up in the air right now. Sean Payton saying that uh, both Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston are going to compete for that when it comes to training camp. But do you think looking past the Green Bay game, of course, that that kind of those four games between the Panthers, Patriots, Giants, and the Washington football team is kind of where the, the Saints are going to have to find their footing when it comes to their offense. We, we know the defense is is set. It's, it is what it is. But when it comes to the offense, it seems like that's going to be really where the Saints are going to have to find their footing. The next time I look, I love, I love Coach Payton. He's so funny. But the next time I believe him and what he says about <laughs> Uh, off season, you know, personnel situations will be the first. So, you know, I mean, look like that, that's not what makes him great. Like he you know, <laughs> telling us the truth of the media is not like he doesn't, we don't, we don't deserve it. He doesn't it's know not a novel concept to lie to us. Right. No. So I like, I just, I don't know. I, I think it's all up in the air. It could be a lot of different things, but you're right. The footing will matter. And to be honest, like these defenses. Okay. So green Bay is, seems a bit like a train wreck just overall. Like we don't know what's going on there, but like, you know, even the Giants and Washington, for sure. Carolina got a lot better on defense, too. And the Patriots are perennially a defensive threat. So this is going to be an interesting start to the season. Uh, yeah. not, not an easy season. You got, you got a little reprieve maybe a little later, but not, not quite. So it's a tough start. Tough start. Yeah. I think they confused our schedule with Tampa Bay. I think that's what happened and they distributed it wrong. They saw that the schedule leaked. They were like, oh gosh, man, now we, we have to give this schedule for the Saints. Thanks. Cynthia, if you had one game that uh, you, you could see as a, a, a pivotal game for the Saints for this season, what game on this schedule would that be? It's, it's going to sound kind of strange, but I mean, given that there's so much uncertainty at the quarterback position, unless something wild happens, like Aaron Rodgers comes down to new Orleans. So something, something wild happens. It's going to be interesting to see who, how, and like, if like, I trust Sean's ability to make it happen. It's not, it's not a trust thing. He just doesn't tell us the truth, but, um, but the Cowboys game, it's a Thursday night game. It's not, maybe not the sexiest one from like, you look and you're like, Ooh, I mean, it's, I think it's pretty cool. You probably yeah. like it cause you're from Dallas, but you know, that Dallas defense, they're young. They pick you, they use eight of 11 draft picks on defense by that time. They should probably have gelled or not gelled. We'll kind of see who they are, but that's a really achievable game from the standpoint of like, let's see who the saints defense is. Let's see identity of the, the saints defense. And then, you know, you have it, it's a more achievable Dallas's defense is more achievable for kind of any it's I'm, I'm trying to nicely say that I'm not thinking they're going to be that great on defense so that could be a pivotal game to really see what this offense is because if you kind of close out the game well or close out the season well and there's still looks like three more division games after that one so you know it, these are still remember we have seven teams making the playoffs this season so if you can kind of from then on out just get those w's and by the way the jets are the week after like it could be it could be pretty interesting and the one i'm most looking forward to though like i really it's kind of late in the season so i don't know what will happen from a playoff perspective but i really like that miami monday night game too yeah 
Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that one too, Cynthia. Real quick to get off subject, do you feel like in this profession you have gotten really good at sugarcoating things that you don't really want to be mean, but you're trying to be nice and tiptoe that line? Do you feel like you've kind of nailed that on the head right there? <laughs> well, I feel like I'm kind of the opposite. You know how like once you get old enough, like you can be like grouchy and nobody yeah. cares. I feel like I've now reached the grouchy point of my, like the acceptably grouch. Like, you know, your grandma can be like, this dinner is terrible. And everyone's <laughs> like, well, she's old, whatever. So I kind of feel like I've reached the, like, I'm old enough to like, be like, this defense looks like garbage. And like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I don't know. I've, I've reached but the whatever. grouchy point. <laughs> I've reached the grouchy point in my career. So I think we're there. Yeah, we're there. there. It's fine. And it's happening and it's fine. Well, you mentioned that Dallas Cowboys game a week before the Saints will welcome in the Buffalo Bills for a Thanksgiving game. And there are three Thanksgiving games, Bears at Lions, Raiders at Cowboys, and then the Bills at the Saints of those three games. Which one, uh, which one do you have your eye on? I'm excited for Bills of Saints, of course, the night game. Uh, but I'm excited for Bears Lions, I think, too. Are you? Cause the lines are going to be awful. I'm from Michigan. So, um, I think the bears will be fun to see Justin Fields, just like crush the lion's soul. Right. Um, I think that Dallas <laughs> is Dan Campbell. He's going to be slashing kneecaps and things. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the pressers, I wonder how the pressers will start going once like it doesn't go well. Right. Like mm-hmm. I like the enthusiasm. I've never seen anyone be more excited to draft an offensive lineman, like in the history of the NFL. So the, I like the enthusiasm, but I just think it's it's going to be yet another rebuilding year. Anyways, that's my Detroit. I'm done being a Detroit fan right now. So, um, no, this is by far the best the best Thanksgiving game. I mean, the Bills the Bills schedule is actually pretty favorable just for the for of the the hard teams that have to kind of go back. And the Bills Bills are in good shape. And this is going to be a really but I but again, I just don't think Sean will have Sean will have a fun time thinking about this one. You know, like this is a good, you know, defensive head coach for the Bills versus Sean Payton, who's like a, you know, he can make crazy pieces that we don't even understand work. So, you know, by that time, it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. I am praying for the city of New Orleans during that time because it is probably, it's going to be our first, hopefully game with fans, not first game, but a uh, season without fans, Thanksgiving, you have Buffalo Bills fans coming into town. I'm, I'm just going to say our prayer for the city of New Orleans. Hopefully everyone's vaccinated at that point. <laughs> so- no fun, no fun will be had at all. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone will just be like really peaceful yeah. and just go back and then maybe they'll have the like Turkey hangover, you know, the trip mm-hmm. to fan situation. Zero so- alcohol will be consumed. No, Oh, uh-uh, never. Uh-uh. <laughs> Well, Cynthia, you've been covering uh, the schedule release really all, all week long for all of the NFL teams. You especially did a, a lot of heavy lifting last night. Of course, when you look at all of the schedules, all of the teams, all of the games, do you have one game that sticks out in your mind as the game that you're most excited to watch? You know what the funny part is, is like, I kind of take it one week at a time. Cause like, we don't, I always like, you know, I, you can say something now about like, obviously everyone's like, Oh, Tom Brady's return to new England. I'm kind of like, whatever, like right. th- th- he'll beat them like that, whatever. So it's just, they're a much better team, but I guess like, we you know, week one, I'm interested to see really what, what's it going to look like between the Browns and the chiefs like that one. So I, I just kind of taken it one week at a time because I prefer teams to kind of come up. Like I like the good come up story. So I don't want to like saddle myself with, Oh, Patrick Mahomes late in the season. What if everyone's hurt and it stinks, right? Like, so I'm, I'm going to go one week at a time here. And I'm going to say like that first week, I'm, I'm really interested to see 
other than of course the opener. Cause I mean, that's going to be awesome, but you know, like just because it'll be back football's back. We love it. 118 days where it'll be great really from now. So, you know, long story short, I'll be, I'll be excited for that, but that I want to see, I want to see if this Browns team is, is any good. Well, that is why she is NFL Network's analytics expert, because she makes informed decisions. That is why, Cynthia, we appreciate your time so much. Thank you for coming on the show. Fans, you can follow Cynthia at Twitter at C Freeland, F-R-E-L-U-N-D on Twitter. Cynthia, again, we really appreciate you coming on to break down this 2021 Saints schedule. Thank you for having me. Saints fans, on the off chance that you are listening to this podcast and you have not seen the 2021 Saints schedule, make sure you head to that New Orleans Saints app or neworleansaints.com. It is right there in the top left-hand corner for you. Schedule 2021. If you're on your phone, it's probably on the top right-hand corner. Schedule 2021. There's a printable schedule. You can add it to your calendar. You can manage your tickets. All of it is right there on neworleansaints.com and the Saints app. And if you haven't checked out the Saints Uh, schedule release video that Cynthia and I were talking about at the beginning you need to go watch it it has Cam Jordan it has cars exploding it has everything that you want uh, in a schedule release video so make sure you head to neworleansaints.com and your Saints app to watch that video it's also available on Twitter at Saints Uh, and of course JD and I will break down the schedule even more uh, on our schedule release show which will be available on the website and app so make sure you check that out as well All right, for Cynthia Freeland, I am Caroline Gonzalez. Hopefully you enjoyed this 2021 Saints schedule breakdown. Make sure you check it out online, and I can't wait to see you all, hopefully, inside the Mercedes-Benz Superdome for these games this season. Have a great weekend, Saints fans.